The Mind Your Home podcast is now available on video. To watch the video associated with this episode and see any visuals that may be mentioned in the episode, follow the link in the description to the YouTube channel. You're listening to the Mind Your Home podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the channel. I'm here with a bonus video this week because a couple of days ago I shared my minimalist baby registry and how I actually only ended up registering for like 31% of the recommended checklist. So today I wanted to come back and share what didn't make the cut for me. Now, my baby registry is not going to look exactly the same as everybody else's. In fact, my registry might very well look different if I lived in a different space or had a different family situation. But you can kind of see the way that I'm making the decisions about the things that I'm choosing to register for and the way that I'm planning on bringing new things into my home for the baby and for myself based on the decisions that I've made with some of these things. First of all, I want to touch on a couple of the things that I mentioned in the last video about my baby registry, things that I was still mulling over, that I was still going to go look at, or things that I mentioned that I'm just not going to be registering for. So the first thing being the stroller. At the time of that recording, I was about to go look at strollers and car seats with Matt. So we ended up buying a car seat. And actually, we ended up finding a car seat and stroller combo that we really liked. I think it was the stroller that initially caught our eye. But we ended up deciding not to register for or to buy a stroller at this time. And here was our thought process in going through all of that. One of the main things that we were considering is the ease of use. You know, how bulky is this thing? How easy is it to close and open and store and all of the different pieces, right? And when we were thinking about how we live our day-to-day life, it just didn't seem like a stroller is going to be necessary for us for maybe even the first year. And the stroller that we really liked was around $430. So it was kind of like, is it going to be worth the investment and the space to purchase this thing? Or are we just not going to be using it that much? So one of the places that we go pretty regularly is the grocery store. So we're like, okay, if we were to go to the grocery store, we need to be able to store the groceries in the back of the mini. The stroller could fit in the back of the car, but then we're looking at being in a grocery store, pushing around a cart and a stroller. Are we actually going to do that? Or are we probably going to just put on the baby Bjorn and carry her around while she's in her first year? Probably the baby Bjorn. What if we go to the beach? If we go to the beach and we've got the two teens and the baby in the back, me and Matt in the front, Charlie in the very back, all of our bags and stuff on top of the car, where's the stroller going to go? And are we going to want to have to figure this out every time we go to the beach or bring two different cars every time we go to the beach? Will the stroller even roll on the beach or would we only be able to use it if we happen to go to the shops? You know, so we're just like playing through all these different scenarios and it just seemed like it wasn't really going to be worth the investment for the time being. Now, maybe when she gets older or she's like, you know, kind of walking around, but not enough to keep up with us, then the stroller will be a worthy investment. But for the time being, I feel like it would just end up being stored and not worth the investment. So we chose the car seat that we really want. We know what stroller we're going to want in the future if we feel like we're starting to need one and we're just going to leave it at that. I also touched on toys a couple of days ago in the registry video about how I'm not registering for toys. And honestly, I don't feel like newborns really need 
toys. I understand that some people might want to get a stuffy or something really soft for them to cuddle with, and that's fine. I feel like there are some people who are just likely going to get that on their own anyway, so I don't need to register for it. Otherwise, I ended up just registering for the little silicone rainbow set because it'll double as decor for the room before she's able to use it. And after she's able to use it, it'll follow her through different stages. So she can use it as a teething toy because it's silicone. She can use it later on for stacking or, you know, trying to build with. And so that was my thought process. That's really the only toy that I registered for. And I just don't feel like we need all of the different toys, all of the different teething rings and just play things that you'll find all over the place. Some of them are really adorable. And again, we'll probably end up getting some anyway, just from loved ones, but not on the registry. I also mentioned that I'm not registering for any clothes aside from my large portion of swaddles that I did register for because I think that those are really necessary and helpful with newborns. Things like clothes, people, again, really like to be able to pick them out themselves. So I gave a theme instead. I said, you know, the nursery's boho theme. If you want to pick something that's warm colors, ideally with snaps instead of buttons or zippers instead of snaps even. Things that are easy to put on and off and access and just are really beneficial in day-to-day -day newborn life, not like frilly, itchy dresses that come on, the newborn is never going to wear those kind of dresses, right? So I just share that information and then I leave it in the people's court to be able to decide if they see something really cute that they want to purchase so people don't feel like all of their decisions are necessarily being made for them. That's the way that I chose to go about the clothes. We'll see how it goes. I did not register for any stroller or car seat accessories. Ideally, I would rather not have things like that unless I actually need them. And so we'll play that by ear. I don't feel like I need to be overprepared and have just like tons of playthings just in case. I also didn't register for a changing table. I had a changing table with both of my older daughters. Actually, the changing table was like a part of the crib. It was a crib with a side that had drawers and a changing table on it. And I feel like I very rarely actually used that changing table. I would kind of just change them wherever we happen to be. So if I had them in bed with me, then I would just lay out the a little diaper bag mat and change them there. If I'm down in the living room, then I'm just going to lay it on the floor and change them there. It takes up extra space. And I kind of went back and forth on this if I wanted to keep one around. And honestly, you know, because the girls are sharing a room, it's not like we have tons of extra space that we're just looking to fill. And that didn't seem like something that was necessary. So we did not get a baby changing table. I also didn't get a rocking chair, although I did get a bouncing ball, like a yoga ball, except that it has little legs on it. And I actually only got that because of a maternity fitness class that I'm taking, but I hear that they're really great for helping during the labor process and also for soothing the baby afterwards. So some people say that they prefer those and love them even more than rocking chairs. We'll find out. But again, space-wise and necessity-wise, I had a rocking chair with my oldest daughter and I barely remember using it because I kind of like to lounge wherever I like to lounge. <laughs> I don't have like a specified spot. I keep saying I didn't get things and whenever I say that, I just mean I didn't register for things. These are only things that I've registered for, so I have not gotten all of the things that I'm mentioning. I did not register for any sleep soothers. I'm kind of of the mind that your baby is going to get used to whatever it's surrounded by, and I used to vacuum right next to my kids, and they would sleep right through it. I also didn't buy any wearable blankets, which apparently is its own item on here. Eating accessories like spoons and bowls and plates and like, you know, sippy cups. She's not going to be able to use any of that stuff for a really long time. And again, I feel like 
we don't need to just be storing stuff for six months or nine months or a year, you know, just depending on the item. I'll get those things as I need them, but also we're going to have other special events that happen in between her delivery and that time. We're going to have things like Christmas or, you know, birthdays. <laughs> and so there are other opportunities to be able to get things like that. And I think that it is kind of nice to even save some of those things that you need for closer to the time so that people have ideas of things that the baby needs. I didn't register for any formula since we're planning on breastfeeding. If we happen to really need to do something like that, I'll take care of that at the time. Bottle sterilizers or bottle warmers. I'll just do it old school style and, uh, and warm them up in some hot water. Basically, a lot of the warmers that I saw are essentially the same thing. They're just kind of like heating the water up for you. You may have had a great experience with a bottle warmer. I've just never used one and so I didn't register for one. I didn't register for any bibs or a high chair or a booster seat. Again, that's an age-related thing that we're we're not going to be needing for a while. We'll wait for other special occasions to purchase things like that, things like Christmas and birthdays. I don't see a need to just store those things in the meantime. And of course, since I'm planning on breastfeeding and then just using the silicone pump, I didn't register for any big breast pumps or, you know, electronic pumps. And I also didn't get any accessories to go along with that. Although I'm going to play it by ear and see if I end up needing the storage bags. I very well might, depending on how much milk I end up producing. Hopefully I won't have more than a bottle or two that we can keep easily accessible in the fridge. And then again, later on down the line, if I have the need to store up, then I will get the bags at that time. I also did not register for any diaper organizers or diaper pails. And that includes things like the diaper genie. And that's because I did have a diaper genie with my oldest when she was little. And I was really not super impressed. That may have just been me. I know a lot of people love them, but it felt really clunky and they may have improved over the years. That was 16 years ago. But at the time, I remember like just having to pull out these like strings of pods of rolled up diapers and having to twist the mechanism every time I put a diaper in. We're going to play it by ear. I keep saying this, but I think that that is how you keep down the clutter in a lot of cases is by seeing what you actually need when you need it, unless you know you're going to need it. I didn't get any bathtub chairs or separate bathtubs. I like to take baths and when I'm in the bath, you know, if we really need to give her a bath instead of just wiping her down with a wet muslin cloth, then she can just come lay on me real quick and I'll clean her up and hand her back to daddy. I don't need like a whole separate plastic contraption to give her a specialized bath. Also not getting any special baby towels. If somebody buys her one because they think it's fun, that's fine. Otherwise she can use our towels. We have enough towels for her to be able to dry her little body off or for us to be able to dry her little body off. So I'm not worried about that. Also bath toys, we're not there yet. That's something that can wait if we get it at all, you know? So if we want that later on when she's old enough to sit up and actually play with toys in the tub, we'll have had Christmas or birthday or something else by then. So I'm not worried about that. We already have thermometers, so we're good there. I don't need a humidifier unless there's some kind of medical reason for one later on at the time. We live in Portland, Oregon, so it rains quite a bit. So I feel like we get enough humidity just naturally. The nasal aspirators and stuff, I know that those are really good to have, but I know that you also usually get something like that, like a bulb syringe whenever you leave the hospital. So I don't want to have a bunch of duplicates and extra junk. I want to see if I get one of those when I leave the hospital. And if not, that's something that's super cheap. We can just grab when we go to the grocery store. Baby gates, we're not worried about. We'll get that whenever the time comes. No need to grab those now and store them. I'm also not doing the whole, you know, like baby safety things on all the cabinets yet. Again, 
we'll see and evaluate whenever it gets closer to time. Also not getting a play yard or a play pen. We have this nice crib. We have the bassinet. We've got the snuggle me that she can like lounge around on. And honestly, because I work from home, we're going to be together quite a bit. So I don't think that there's going to be an issue in the near future. Maybe when we get around two years old or something, if I need her not to be running all over the place, then I'll reevaluate at that time. But for sure, for the first year, I think we're okay to not have a play yard. And that's one less thing for us to have to store. Same thing for walkers, swings, bouncing things, all of that stuff. Aside from the one little bouncer that we're getting, not going to worry about anything else. We'll reevaluate that a couple of years down the road when we need to, or a year down the road when we need to. And I don't really think that swings are necessary anyway. I don't think I had a swing for either one of my other daughters and it's fine. So those are the things that didn't make the cut for my baby registry and the decision-making processes that I went through in making those decisions. And really it's the decision-making process that I make for anything that I bring into my home in any room. You know, a lot of times we get excited and we forget when it comes to special events or special occasions like a new baby. But when you take the time to really evaluate your day-to-day -day life and your personal preferences, I think that you're going to end up with something that is more fitting to you that you're going to enjoy a little bit more. And so that was kind of what I was focusing on for what I chose to register for and what I chose not to register for. If you're in the process of planning your own baby registry, congratulations if you are, then hopefully you found this helpful, even if only for the decision-making process that went into it. I want to give one last reminder that on Monday, the Get Organized HQ Summit goes live. So all of the videos and the sessions are gonna go live. It's totally free to get in on it. So if you haven't registered already, I'm gonna leave a link for that down in the description. You can absolutely get in, save your spot. There are gonna be over 100 speakers and I'm gonna be one of them. So I definitely recommend, I think that this is like the biggest organizing and decluttering, simplifying event of the year. So if that's something you think you can benefit from, then by all means, register and join us. The summit kicks off on Monday, but the registration has been open for a couple of weeks, so we're dwindling down to the last few days here. And I will chat with you next week.